story. Alright, so welcome back to Pilot Boys. My name is Caesar, and today we have a returning guest, an all-star guest. Wow. Gap Chabran. Gap Chabran, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm uh, dealing with the heat, cooking, you know, just finished cooking. Same. Same. Chilling. So this is, we, we'd been wanting to do this episode for a while, and we wanted to do the, well, I wanted to do the whole season because... You know, it is kind of one of these HBO miniseries that uh, right. are surrounded around, or that are, you know, built around this murder mystery. Yeah. Um, and also just the fact that, like, Kate Winslet is doing, you know, prestige TV. I, I think she did one for HBO, Mildred Pierce. Yeah. Something like that, right? Mildred Pierce, yeah, yeah. It's based off a novel that was written in the 30s or 40s, I believe. Right. And then there was a, another movie, too, I think that came out closer to around that time okay and then they remade it i think i watched the original i actually watched the the original movie oh okay okay tell me how you're feeling like what did you think about this one how did you feel about the first season i thought it was great i mean i was really drawn to it right away because of kate winslet number one and also i believe it's the same director from the film the way back um, oh. with Ben Affleck. Um, oh, okay. The basketball one, right? The basketball one, yeah. I think it just came out last year in 2020. It might have been made in 2019. And um, Okay. That's the, like, alcoholic Coach Carter. Really, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, strong sort of anti-hero vibes as well, too. And that one's really interesting because a lot of it's shot in San Pedro. Um, and I think I was kind of drawn to that fact. I think I probably mentioned this to you uh, when I was watching it or something, uh, that again, it's kind of like that, uh, the small town feel they were going for it. Obviously San Pedro wasn't as big of a character as I feel like, um, like this, this mayor, mayor was, because I feel like it was like, you know, they were really trying to like play up like the regionality and and what have you. But I I figure we'll get into that in, in, in a a little bit down the road. But, the, uh, and into the water yeah the water all that all that kind of stuff yeah i mean i agree i i, I thought i i was a little whatever on the first episode like i was just like i think i'm just so used to these kinds of shows from hbo that mm-hmm. like i just didn't see anything where i like that i was interested in except for kate winslet like i was interested in you know like Murder mysteries are fun because, sure. like, you never really know and, like, there's constant misdirection. Right. But I'm a little fatigued. But I think what really saves the show or, like, the the, the reason why I got into it was just how nosy motherfuckers are. Like, how much in your business. Like, the first thing that happens in the, in the first episode is someone calls her, you know, like, has her personal cell and, like, she, she comes over and, like, checks on, on whatever it is that, that was an issue and, like... You know, it's just like small town shit, but like everybody knows each other, and like yeah. when there's something like this, you know, like everybody's looking to the person who's solving it, which is Mayor, and like they're all up in her business, and like really like prohibiting her from like doing a, a good job. Yeah, yeah, that kind of reminded me of actually some British crime that I've seen too, as like well. Broadchurch or something. I, I didn't really watch Broadchurch too much. Okay, but uh, um, this one called Happy Valley. 
that takes place and it's uh uh it's a woman and she's a police officer and um mm. that was like another one too like it literally felt like geographically when you watch it like the characters are like on top of each other almost that's how they live you know like it's like a it's like a small town uncut gems sometimes what why do you draw the comparison to uncut gems i'm curious well just just like the the on top of you know each other kind ofness you know like there's that one uh that one dad who like takes it personally that you know mayor is like he thinks is harassing her but she's just doing her job and like he's he's like being a piece of shit and like you know if it was like any other like a that shit wouldn't fly in like a big city you know for like, sure he would get arrested and like I, I just i just i think that 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 kind of like uneasy familiarity is also part of like the tension of the show yeah definitely definitely yeah it's like there's like this like sequestered vibe almost or something right okay so in terms of like let's just talk about i guess the mystery like what did you feel about like the overall like what it ended up being like were you were you in it for you know like finding out what the murder is or what kept you going? No, nah, not really, I'm but I'm not... I, I don't feel like I'm really that kind of viewer when it comes to this sort of stuff in general. Okay. Um, as you know, I, I, I sort of famously come to these things without any um, real sort of expectation, and I try to learn, like, as little as possible about them just so I can kind of, you know, experience it at, at that, that sort of, like, face level. So the mystery part is, like, secondary to you? In a sense, yeah. It's more like I'm interested to see how it's told, if that makes sense, you know? Okay. Uh, but I'm not, like, necessarily in it for, like, the thrills and chills of it, you know? Um, yeah. If I get that, then that's, like, a cool thing, you know? But I'm not necessarily... I, I want to I see the portrayal more than anything, I guess. Right. Do you think that this one is different from its contemporaries like the you know like the more recent examples like uh maybe like sharp objects or i mean even like big little lies is kind of i mean that one seems more dramatic but you know Could what I mean? probably even like draw some like true detective you know lines you know the outsider recently too right right or that one is that the is that the netflix one the stephen king one that's that's hbo as well yeah yeah with jason bateman even i think ozark i think is is about this small town shit. But I will say, like, you know, with regard to the, the small town thing, you know, like we were saying is that they conveyed a really good sense of, like, place, you know? Mm -hmm. And as I've mentioned before, that's always, like, a big, like, plus for me when you're experiencing something and you get an idea of where the surrounding is, you know, and what it's like and all of that, like attaching these sort of like regionalized, like nuances, um, for lack of a better term that I think really kind of is another draw for me too, as well, you know, yeah, because it's like, uh, it's cultural, you know, it's, it, it yeah. operates on kind of like a cultural level. And like, I'm obviously like interested in that kind of stuff already, you know, so I'm, I'm drawn to it at the same time. I mean, I don't know if, if I'm hearing this correctly, but do you usually have, do you tend to stay away from shows like this or are you usually like a fan of these? Like, were you a fan of Sharp Objects or any of the other? I watched, I, I, I think I watched most of it. I don't know if I finished it. Do you feel like this one's doing something similar or something different? 
Perhaps, yeah. I felt like this is a little more effective, you know, okay. um, because so? I feel like with sharp objects, it was my like there was more of like a pastiche to it, I guess, you know, like um, mm. there was like these sort of like ethereal, like dreamlike vibes, you know, in a sense. Okay. I, I, I don't know. And this one, I, I saw it as much more hard nosed, you know, and uh, yeah. and uh, um, which I appreciated, you know. Um, but right. that could also just be, you know, uh, I mean, aside from the writing, but also the actresses, too, as well. Yeah. You know, in some ways, it, it feels a little bit like Fargo, maybe season one and Fargo the movie. Yeah. Without the kind of, like, humor. You know what I mean? Because yeah. this is, like, way more, like, it takes itself seriously. Like, the world is kind of dark. Like, people just have, like, a general malaise, like a working class malaise almost. Right, right, yeah. No, and I like that. I like that. I like that aspect, you know? Yeah, I agree. I think that kind of fills in. Well, I mean, we, first of all, we get that through the lens of Mare, who, of course, is, like, dealing with this, you know, this, like, kind of tortured legacy with the city where, like, she, you know, she had this potential as, like, a basketball. She shot a basketball that uh, shot that was, like, whatever. And people celebrated it, and then she lost her child, who, as we, as we we find out that he killed himself, and it was, like, you know, involved with... kind. They kind of related it or situated it in the opioid crisis. And, you know, I, what did you think about that? I thought that was... It was kind of weaved throughout the entire show. Like, it affected a lot of people in the show. Yeah, yeah. I I think... I think it even goes beyond that, too, as well, you know? It kind of, like, uh, adds to the sort of downtroddenness, you know, of, like, the lifestyle in that respect. Mm. Like, there's one part of that, but then there's, like, you know, children with disabilities, too, as well, including that element to it, too, as well, you know, to kind of, I think it adds a a, a certain emotional weight, you know? Mm. And then if, you, like you were saying, uh, the um, uh, the opium epidemic stuff as well. I mean, even her vaping, too. I don't know. You know, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like, they did a lot of work to, for sure, to set the place. They feel like real characters. Like, And I think, ultimately, like, you might be on something. Like, I like the murder mystery stuff because, like, I just, you know, I'm into trying to figure it out. But also, like, the stuff that you care about is these, these like, they feel like real people. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, for, that for me, it keeps me engaged, you know? Right. Because um, then I can really, like, sort of sink my teeth into it. Yeah. And in terms of, like, the opioid stuff, like, we see it through her son and his girlfriend who, they had a kid. Right. And, well, this this is, I, this from what I've seen in terms of the criticism of the show, mm-hmm. I think people had issues with Mare, who, you know, she's trying, she has her son's son and is trying to kind of you know raise the, the kid and yeah. not and prevent you know his uh his mom who's like an ex-drug addict or, right you know, deal, deals with whatever and she plants like drugs on her and like that makes mayor kind of like a you know she's she's kind of does fucked up shit sometimes she's a shitty person right you know but you know it's informed by all these these like things of like she you know i, I don't think it necessarily justifies her her doing something like that but it's informed by like her inability to let go of her past oh yeah yeah and i think that the opioid stuff just really kind of like situates it in our times where like you know this is like a real thing that's happening and like Mm -hmm. even though she's no longer dealing with it with her son like 
we also see it um i think one of the people who lives in one of those houses is like robs her or something right right yeah it's still like present in the city mm-hmm. yeah and i think that even goes into kind of some of the like would you consider this like a suburb isn't that where it's most affected like these these places are most affected by the opioid stuff yeah yeah i would say it's like a it's a it's a suburb in in pennsylvania right i mean that's, right that's, that's what we're referring to so yeah, yeah yeah i'm curious to hear what you thought about gene smart and like her role and like her connection or her relationship with mayor damn well first off gene smart i mean what a hell of a like <laughs> like couple years she's had you know for real i mean it's like, just like insanely talented it's just like fire like hit after hit like didn't she get like it kind of started when she was on legion or something like that like yeah she was so good in that too yeah yeah and then like just since then it's just been like like she's just like stacking them you know um, yeah i just got done this... with hacks um so oh same i did too yeah yeah and uh i really loved it but anyways to answer your question Again, you know, I, I think it was an effective device to kind of tell the story of the relationship and get a better sense of who these people are, you know, because it's like uh, with Jean Smart's character, you know, she sort of raised her. Uh, I mean, she raised Mare, you know, and she's also helping yeah. raising the, the, the grandson, too, from her deceased son. And then there's also the sister as well, who is actually another uh, favorite character of mine, too, on the series. I thought she did a great job. She, I mean, she does that. She does that kind of hard nose, you know, with opinion um, that I think really works well. But it's kind, kind of like dry like, wit. Yeah, yeah. Like cutting wit. Yeah, but it's still kind of like batty too. You know, if that yeah. makes any sense. You know, and I really like that. You know, because um, it makes it almost sort of fun. Yeah, like when they go to the funeral and it turns out she was like having an affair with the guy. <laughs> You know, like she like that was fun. Like she definitely feels like a like a very concerned mom, but yeah. also like you know, I think and and what's interesting about like presenting the two and like seeing them in the same room is you can see that Mare got a lot of that like disposition mm-hmm. from her. You know, like she she they're both kind of like hard asses and like they don't really suffer fools and like Yeah. Yeah. They're just, you know, that I think that but to see them like across from each other, you can really like see how they, you know, how these patterns of like family, I don't know, like trauma or like just the way that we treat each other, like yeah, how they're formed, like we're everybody's kind of involved and we don't even know it, and that really like crescendos towards the end when like you know she she tells. Uh, Jean Smart's character, her mom, she tells Mare that she hopes that she can forgive herself or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like this letting go of, like, the past kind of shit. Right, right. I want to expand on the idea of the past a little bit more because it's like it feels like, in a sense, like, in terms of the whole narrative, like, the past is kind of constantly hanging over uh, these people, you know? As right. they kind of, like, try to make sense of things. You know, there's the past of the son's death. There's the um, the past of um, the basketball, you know, um, yeah. uh, career and the women on the team, you know. Yeah, who, the pastor who, like, you know, 
yeah had those allegations right right yeah exactly and then the kids all have their own past too you know the younger folks and you know they're trying to hide shit you know obviously and all that um yeah and it, it it's it's so difficult in this town where everybody knows your shit yeah exactly it's almost impossible and also the interesting thing is it's like they don't <laughs> they don't even know how to like protect themselves against it like they don't know any better you know right because it's like all they've ever known so yeah all right all right so what did you think of guy pierce or as you call him wash guy pierce <laughs> you don't think he looks washed <laughs> you think it's a more like like visually he looks washed or you just think as an actor he's washed well like what does it matter like why do i have to separate like the reality from the art man you know like, i mean yeah that's fair but also like why are you why are you talking shit about my man no i'm not i'm not that's what i'm saying like he's like the perfect man for these times you know okay i, I mean I, ultimately i don't even know what he was he's just a guy who fell for her yeah he was like a, yeah and he was like a professor you know too as well right but like what is what did his his role in the show end up being i guess like ultimately kind of forgot about him honestly he kind of represented, I think, a way for Mare to, like... I mean, it was almost like she could have gotten out, you know, with it or something. Mm, okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Did you get those vibes at all or anything? Yeah, 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 for sure. But, it, I mean, it's obvious that she's, like, she's scared of that. Yeah, exactly. And I think that was kind of the point, too. And, and, it, and, and like, what that's what I was saying earlier, you know? It's, like... They're so engrossed and running from the past, but, like, yet they can't escape it, too, as well. Yeah. And and it's also this idea that they fixate on one thing in order to kind of resolve the feelings of the past. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. You know you know what it reminded me a lot of? Did you watch Kid Detective? The No, you told Josh? me about it. I still haven't seen it. It's, like, almost the exact same premise. Okay. It's basically that he's a kid detective who solved this, this thing when he was a kid. Right. And everybody still thinks of him as that. Yeah. And, like, I mean, it, you know, they're both kind of moody, kind of... I, I think uh, Kid Detective is a little more, like, noir-ish. Mm-hmm. But they, they deal with similar kind of shit, like a little small town with, like this person who has kind of a, a legacy but you know it's kind of washed like i think mary's washed right is that is that fair yeah to i mean everybody's kind of washed you know right like the town is washed yeah yeah exactly there's just a general sense of washedness you know yeah <laughs> but like it's just like felt you know you know they taste it in their water um <laughs> they're all drowning in water yeah exactly Okay, you know, that's interesting that you bring that up, but but maybe we can get into that when we talk about the ending more a little bit. But okay, the reason why I, I bring up Guy Pierce, you know, looking washed is because, like, you think of him in, like, Memento and stuff like that, you know, where he's, like, so... Kind of a hottie. Yeah, yeah, he's, like, so clean cut and all that kind of stuff. And so I, I like to see that he's kind of, like, you know, just, like, you know, rumpled hair and, you know... This is kind of a tangent, but do you remember that episode of Girls where lena meets christopher from the sopranos and he's like a professor maybe he's got like he's got like a tweed jacket and shit okay yeah i was getting i was like oh okay they're doing the christopher thing from girls you know what i mean yeah yeah guy pierce is kind of like a he's a selective guy like he doesn't do a lot of stuff like 
you know, he 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 doesn't act. He's not like the most prolific actor, but he he chooses these interesting roles. Like I wonder. Oh no, yeah, that's why I'm like hell yeah, no, like he's my man for sure. Like I'm like yeah. this is my dude, you know. Um, like I want to. And he was. I want to be so a guy like, like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you want to be Guy Pierce? You want to be a guy like Guy Pierce? <laughs> I just want to show um, up washed in a movie, you know, and be like, what's up, everybody? <laughs> you just want to go on a date with Guy Pierce. Maybe. I mean, I, I'd i like to be a third on that. Sure, sure. No, you're welcome. What I, what I was curious is, is that, like, you know, Mare is so scarred that she thinks that every interaction is going to be, like, just another fucked up interaction. Like, something to make her day worse. And when she meets this guy, he's just so straight up and, like... You know he's he's not he he's he's unlike anything from the town, and I think that's also part of the reason why she's drawn to him. And he plays it so well, you know. He's like he's charming, charismatic, it's cute, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly, exactly. I love that about you know. I I, I thought that was I liked that part a lot. Yeah. So we'll talk about. I want to talk a little bit about Evan Peters' role. Well, there's there's two kind of like uh, roles that I'm interested in. Okay. So the kid who I forget his name, the one who who has the kid who's the his baby his alleged baby mom who died in the beginning. Right, right. Uh-huh. His his kind of narrative fizzled out. Where, you know, he was like Yeah. He was involved somehow and then like it just kind of fizzled out. It just ended up all all of that energy kind of got diverted to the the ending like the you know, when you find out who did it or whatever. Right. Right. And then Evan Peters, like he, <laughs> spoilers, he died tragically. Yeah. <laughs> he just, like, just straight up shot. Yeah. Yeah. So he fizzled out too, in, in a sense, right? I liked him though. I, th- I thought he was super cute too. Like, again, it was like their people. version of like the, the Thanos disappear. You know? <laughs> right. Like the, the snapping or whatever. Just a, just a, like he turned to dust. Yeah. Yeah. Just like a, a gunshot to the head, like, like, you know, sprayed against a wall. You know what's funny though? I, like I think that the guy, the guy that I'm talking about, the he he I feel like Evan Peters would have played him a few years ago. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that's the kind of roles that Evan Peters used to have, like like the troubled kind of youth kid. You know, like yeah yeah. He, he I think in American Horror Story he played like a kid who shoots up a school or something. Yeah yeah. You know, like he he always kind of has like this tortured kind of look, but. It's all. It's also great to see him in these roles where he's not that at all. Like he's this kind of like fresh face kind of. Yeah, know, man. Like, he got that that Pietro glowed up. You know. That's what I'm saying. Like, and I feel like it was good casting. Like to see, because he's he's kind of on the cusp of like he's not young anymore, but like he's not old. He's, right. And like I think that the character kind of wore that. Yeah. With him, you know. Definitely, definitely. No, I think that's a great way to. Um, to kind of play that and you know it's funny when you when i think about him too like i said you get that like um kind of like true d vibes you know or yeah even um mind hunter or something because he's like a he's like a fed guy right or something like yeah and uh he's also like i mean he's also yeah sorry go ahead no no that's all that's all that i was gonna say that that there's like similar vibes you know kind of playing out through that right uh with him he's like 
he's but he's kind of like the younger you know sort of like naive one too as well yeah like still trying to prove himself yeah yeah whereas like winslet is like the grizzled old you know like and and that's an interesting like dynamic because otherwise you know you get you know like the mine hunter it's like the the you get jonathan groff and then like the old guy you know yeah 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 which is why i think it's great that the you know like the modern image of that is kind of like a you know at least hbo would say is you know kind of a depressed middle-aged woman who vapes you know like that's the modern image of that no definitely definitely and uh, she does it so well too yeah all right let's move in i guess we can talk about like the resolution like the final what did what did, did you have something specific you want to say about that i have a few things to say about it this isn't with specifics to the final final ending but it's the events that kind of lead up to it and that was about how they found out that the brothers were gonna kill each other on the fishing trip uh because they found out that um I mean, was it known yet or something that, like, you know, we, that we knew that he was with the, the, the girl or anything like that? I can't remember. Like, I think at that point they were kind of trying to like mess with us a little bit. So I think what what happened was that he was caught up somehow. Like uh, the brother. So the guy, John Ross. Right. John Ross is the guy who actually who who's the real dad of the the kid in question right yes. like the kid yes. who was left over after uh you know her name was Aaron right she dies and Dylan is the name of the this the guy who's who thought he was the real dad or whatever yeah so these two brothers go to the woods and like yeah Billy and, and John they go to the woods and and like He's going to kill him because he thinks that he knows about the situation. But I think that Billy was involved with her somehow, too, right? Yeah, I believe so. Because, I believe so. But I, I, that wasn't that clear to me. Like, I think I think they had a relationship or, like, he did something. Oh, I think he was on Backpage, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. He hooked up. Because, so, Aaron, uh, the one who dies, basically set up a Backpage, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And which is like a hookup kind of situation, yeah. like a sex work. And I think Billy Ross and John Ross were both involved with her. And John Ross wanted to kill his brother to like not leave any loose ends. But that was the misdirection for the person who actually killed Aaron, right? Which was Ryan, John Ross's son. Yes, who. Who at this point, or at some at some point, was like seeing that they were having an affair and that it was ending, and he tried to prevent this from like destroying his family. So yeah. he shoots her, and and that's kind of yeah. I think the real tension, or like the thing that's most like interesting about this, is the mom's reaction. Right, right. But hold that thought really quickly because I want to just circle back to why I brought this up in the first place, as far as that goes. Go the two brothers, Go and that is the fact that um. So there is that scene where they're fighting on on the fishing trip, right? And mm-hmm. uh, they're like fighting in the water, you know, right? Or the water, as 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 we said. <laughs> and um, basically, you know, I found it to be kind of representative of like the like 
muddy relationships that kind of exist, you know, throughout the town. I saw it as sort of like this artistic metaphor, as it were. Okay. Because it was like, I felt like the water sort of represented, you know, how it was like, sort of fluid and and untangible, you know, in that sense. And and, and relationships were kind of, you know, uh, skewed and and, and all of that. And also where, like, a lot of the, like, major events happen. Exactly. Right? Or did he kill Aaron near the... Or, like, they found her body near the creek, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, bodies of water, like, kind of figure into this, too. Which, Which reminds you of Mystic River. Do you remember that one? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's been a minute. I think I saw it when it first came out, but but a kind of similar situation. Oh where yeah, it's a small town, and you know, they there's like a criminal part, and then but there's like a there's three different friends. One of them's a cop. One of them like is involved with this kind of murder, and the other one's like a gangster. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of like sees how that converges, and, and it's again, yeah, it's it's in it's usually I think a lot of these murders for small town stuff usually end up like near bodies of water right yeah yeah that's true i think like also like mysteries too as well you know yeah anytime you got like like bridge shots you know i feel like there's a mystery afoot somewhere yeah but i'm no i agree i think that the way that they like shot that and like you know that scene with the two brothers was great like it was it was like biblical yeah exactly exactly i thought it was really well done so, but getting back to the ending, I'm sorry, did, did you have more that you wanted to say? Like, the, the only thing I wanted to say is, like, the, the thing that impressed me the most about, like, that whole thing. Like, you know, the, finding out that it was, like, Ryan, the little kid who did it yeah. to protect his dad was cool. Right. But uh, his mom's reaction, Julianne Nicholson, is that her name? Yeah, she's fantastic. Lori, she has this reaction of, like of course I'm going to protect my son. And, like, how dare you fucking, like, question that and, like, how dare you take him away from me? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, some real gangster like, shit. Right? Yeah, and and not only that, it just like it shows the kind of power that family has in this town, you know, and like it'll drive you to do wild shit. Definitely, yeah, and I think that's like kind of an engine that kind of keeps the whole plot going, uh, as right. it were, you know, in different ways. Obviously, I mean, you could draw parallels between that and you know, uh, Mare planning drugs on the uh on the grandson's mom you know in that respect so in some ways like it feels like everybody you know is kind of like a product of their environment you know like it seems like mayor has this like disdain for this town shit sometimes and the people who are you know kind of outsiders foreigners Mm -hmm. are interesting to her because they're not what she's used to like she knows that there's no baggage with you know people who are outsiders like everybody here kind of knows you and like there's sort of like these expectations that you have to have yeah yeah exactly exactly but yeah i mean i I really love that that like her like the mom's reaction because it was that's what sold it for me like that's like it's more complicated than just like him killing this kid like it, you're fucking up people's lives right and somehow the little kid understood that you know? <laughs> right and I, I mean again this goes back to mystic river because it's about a little kid yeah committing adult crimes i guess yeah but it's just like it's so crazy that the kid would have that wherewithal towards like trauma you know as yeah. it were but really quickly i did want to go back to one of your original points 
and that oh. is in relation to some of the characters. And the reason why I bring this up is because of the daughter, uh, Mare's daughter. Shaban? Shiv? Sh- yeah, Shaban. Yeah. Shaban's character, I feel like, was another one that sort of fizzled out, too. Right. It's like they started her off like very like strong and independent you know yeah and uh just kind of presenting you know sort of a full pictured character and then she gets into a relationship and then she kind of sort of crumbles you know yeah and after that i feel like there wasn't too much for her at that point you know and also like i think at that point the narrative of like or the the murder the mystery part had kind of taken over the show yeah exactly exactly did that take away from the show for you a little bit yeah i'm wondering if there were other characters that that kind of happened with too as well you know like the ones we mentioned yeah exactly exactly or if there's even more you know (laughs) i mean i imagine i that's also the thing is like you gotta like you you want to present like a, a lived in world but you kind of like the the casualties is that like the ones who aren't the main characters or like the main story kind of just go away right right yeah yeah watching it and in, in first watch and like you know just enjoying it i didn't, it didn't take away from me but i think like reviewing it and like watching you know like catching up on some of the stuff i'm like oh yeah those narratives just like went nowhere like they just kind of yeah went away you know who Shaban kind of reminds me of with Big Little Lies, the Zoe, the daughter character in that right. girl who sings and what have you, who I think kind of also the character, they start out really strong and sort of fully formed and then it kind of goes nowhere, you know? I mean, yeah, and it's also like tough because like where do you even, <laughs> where do you include this character if it's about like the murder? I guess that's always what I'm hoping. I'm like, man, it would have been just a smidge better if it just... <laughs> You know, if it, like, brings it all together. I mean, well, I think that the, the like, there was a little bit of work to kind of include her, which was, like, you know, Kate Winslet and her kind of resolving their issues. But it didn't feel like it came first. It came. It felt like it came secondary to kind of, like, right? And that, yeah, and I didn't feel like the character also shaban's character like it it didn't feel like it matched with the character that we met in the beginning of the series you know i felt like a little bit of a disconnect you know it didn't feel like the same person you know it was almost like she had two different writers or something you know yeah and that kind of took me out of it too as well you know okay that's fair i mean i I, that's generally all i have to say about the show anything else you wanted to cover no i think that's it man I mean, I had it like straight up, like I, I had a a good time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even though I wasn't expecting to, like, because I was just like, oh, this is like another murder HBO thing, and I've I've seen you know a bunch of them, and like, sure, they're cool, but like, rarely I think because we're so oversaturated, do they ever feel like unique? And I think the fact that this one, you know, did such so much work to set place um really like elevated this but also the the character work definitely so what would you what would you rate the first season i think i would give it four tvs okay yeah that's pretty good yeah yeah i would do yeah i would do four too like it's it's a solid like a like you know these little murder mystery i i think i'm thinking of like something like the night of do you remember that one? Oh yeah oh i love that one 
Right, like these little like one-offs that they they put out. The British version with uh, my boy uh, Ben Wishaw. Oh, uh, Chef's Kiss. Nice. Yeah. But yeah, like these little like one-offs that they put that are pretty like well-written, tight, like quick little things. You know, you didn't like Sharp Objects, but I actually, I think I might like Sharp Objects a little more. Just because I, I, I think the mystery, uh, like the way they wrote the mystery was so much more impactful for mm. me. Yeah. Oh, I get that. I get that. You know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah. I don't remember that one as well, but, um, um, but I, I hear what you're saying though. No, I mean, I definitely think there were other, you know, other examples that we could point to, you know, like I, the Happy yeah. Valley one that I mentioned, you know, that's, they do a really good job at kind of telling the mystery too. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, that that's, this, this is just a, a one, a one season thing. But yeah, I mean, thanks for joining me. Thanks for chatting. Um, of course, man. I appreciate you taking the time. I know it's, it's kind of difficult to coordinate, but thanks for taking the time, man. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. I'm I'm just happy to be here uh, speaking with you. So, all right, for sure. All right. What do you What do you want to tell the people to drink water? Drink lots of water. It's hot outside. Uh, stay hydrated. Get those electrolytes and be cool. Hell yeah. You heard it. You heard it here. All right, man. Peace. Peace. Peace.